win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory Hello and welcome to Season 5, Episode 6 of Echoes of Glory. I'm ASD. You are? Dan. And we've got two guests with us. Now, this is your second appearance. Yes. <laughs> but I messed it up last week, so it's your first recorded appearance. Yes. Um, who are you? Hello, I'm Keith. And I'm James. You're James for our first guest. So how do we know you? We know you through Dan, right? Yes, correct. And that's cool. Um, starting with you, Keith. So we had you last week. Let's... Yep. Um, how long have you been supporting Spurs? I've been supporting Spurs since 1960. 1960, that's a long time. And why are you Spurs? Um, my father was a massive Spurs fan and I lived in Wood Green. And if you came out of my house and turned right, you went to Tottenham. If you came out of my house and turned left, you went to Arsenal because we're equidistance between the two. Luckily, I was taken by my hand and turned right. Wow, very <laughs> nice. Um, now, last thing, last, uh, your favourite player you've ever seen live? Dave Mackay. Why? Because you looked at him and you thought, we cannot lose with this man on our side. He yeah. was just the greatest footballer I've ever seen. And anyone else you want to talk about? Because, I mean, you've, you've seen them all. Jimmy Greaves. Yeah. A smidgen behind. And to me, it might seem a long way away, but Glenn Hoddle of the more modern era yeah. <laughs> could have laced their boots. And there wasn't that many that could do that. Wow. Um, and the favourite goal you've ever seen live? Well, it, I'm going to go to, to the 1981 Cup final, Ricky Villa. Because in the 60s, we were expected to win things. 81 was a long time since we won something. The year of the Cockrell, Aussie Stream and all that. That yeah. was a magic, magic night. Is that the, the same for 91? Were you around the 91? I was, Cup? yes. Because we yeah. weren't meant to win that no, either. But the beating Arsenal in the semi-final was absolutely fantastic. Gazza's free kick is up there. And um, I still go for Ricky Villa in 81. Wow, fantastic. Okay. Right then, um, we'll come back to you anyway, because we'll come back okay. to your book, and we'll come back to uh, all your stats. Uh, James, let's talk about you. Why are you, why are you Spurs? Uh, it's a little more tenuous than yeah. Keith's. Um, I didn't grow up with much football influence, so I uh, wasn't really into football till I was 11 or 12, yeah. and the mate I happened to start watching football was with, with was a Tottenham fan. There you go. So it just stuck. Oh, until kind of tenuous links. I'm like, you're not from Tottenham. I'm not from Tottenham. So it's it's absolutely fine. And to be honest, a lot of our listeners aren't from Tottenham either. So it's it's no problem there. Um, Your favourite player you've seen in your lifetime? I think it's got to be Gareth Bale in my lifetime. Um, A little too young to to have seen much of Glenn Hoddle. And then, so uh, what about the? Where do you fall on the Harry fence? Were you pro Harry or or anti Harry? Red nut. Pro. Pro. Yeah, I was pro even when he was West Ham boss. Wow. I know. That's I, interesting. It was always good for a quote. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> true. Um, and then the favourite goal you've ever seen live? It's one in a game that probably typifies certainly the era of Tottenham supporting I've, I've been in. Um, <laughs> it was a 35-yard screamer from Paul Allen. Right. That yeah. put us 3-0 up against Everton. Yeah. Only for us to contrive to draw three all. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that's Spursy. That's, that's proper Tottenham, that. I love that. Um, the first question I actually put out last week was um, your best and worst Premier League era five-a-side teams for Tottenham. So we'll let you go last because you've had, you haven't had time to think about this. Um, and Keith, we gave you permission to have um, a non-Premier League era five-a-side team for yes, Spurs. So who are you going for? Who's in goal? I'm sticking loyal to my 60s team. Uh, Pat Jennings in goal. Yeah. Dave Mackay. He's the only one I need in defence. He could do everything. Yeah. I'll have Cliff Jones whizzing up the wing. Yeah. Uh, John White for his vision and Jimmy Greaves to put in the net uh, yeah. to beat any five-a-side team that anybody can pick. <laughs> Not really fair. Um, and the way it's going to work, tell you what, the way it's going to work is Dan will go, then you can go, but you're not allowed to any players that Dan's got, and then I'll go afterwards. <laughs> so, Dan... Dan there's, there's a slight change from, from mine from last week, actually. Oh, interesting. Um, because of the debate that we had, it kind of like made sense. Um, Going to have Laurie Singol. Yeah, obviously. he's just best no. keeper I've seen at the lane. Yeah. Um, then King at the back. Um, yeah, I just want a decent ball, you know, ball player, yeah. comfortable at the feet, but would, would just always be in the right position. Um, then initially I had Van der Vaart, um, Modric and Bale. Yeah, but then I thought Bale's pace wouldn't be this is this is what useful. Yeah. And um, 
There was thought of Aaron Lennon, but I'll go Jermaine Defoe. Because, a because, there, because there are no offsides in uh, five <laughs> yeah. So we'd be absolutely safe. Fine. Uh, so quickly again, Larice, King, Modric, Defoe. No, no, no. Oh, and uh, Van der Vaart. And Van der Vaart. So you're gonna, your Premier League era. He's not left me a lot, has he? Well, imagine <laughs> what I've got to play with. <laughs> I think I'll go for sheer entertainment value and uh, I'll have Gomez. Gomez, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Um, can I sneak? Did Gary Mabbott play in the Premier League era? Yeah, just about. Yeah. I mean, for me, he's probably one of my favourite five ever Tottenham players. Of course, uh, he just was was pure class in everything he did. So I'll go for Mabbott at the back. Uh, God, it's tough. I've had no preparation. Um, so we've got Mabbott, and then who would we have in midfield? What do you want? Like a ball winner? You could have a. Let's do a joint one then. I, I want Huddleston in there because you just feed them all and he doesn't have to move much and he can just pass the ball. And then I'm thinking Teddy or Jürgen up front. No? Yeah. Kane, I mean, God, that, again, it, it's really hard. I think Robbie Keane is, is probably quite high up there. Right then. Let's uh, talk ball about the worst Premier League um, five sides uh, team. For, now, there's a lot of misguided from Stephen here. Freund. Um, Freund, worst, yeah. Let's do one as a group. Um, either, and then I think... To round it off, um, Christian Eriksen. So I've got one from uh, Reddit, actually. So the worst Um, from Scotty J, 1994. Ben Anik, Ben Thatcher, Johnny Jackson, Mabula Mazbizela, Gregor Raziak. um, And then someone else said Vlad should be on there as well. Um, Have we got any other worst ones? Walker, Doherty, Bentley, Dominguez, Rebrov from... I'm not going to read that name out. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That happened last week. Ranch Worker Slim said worst Anik, Rocha... Doherty, Asimovic, Raziak, and then everyone else has got the best of and they're all Luis King, Modric, Bale, Berber, Van der Vaart, they're all the same. Oh, and then Coy's 1989 says Walker, Gardner, Asimovic, Raziak, and then no one else. That's worst. That's worst. As no one, as no one suggested uh, Paolo Tremazzani. There we go. That's... <laughs> <laughs> um, any pre- well, yeah, Harry Kane in goal. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a shock of a lifetime. Uh, yeah, Harry Kane. Someone actually said that, I think, on the Facebook page as well. Um, we've got two games to talk about. We've got um, a game against the Scum midweek, and then we've got a game against the Champions Elect. Um, which we've also we've... got the previous two as well. Well, Korobag, which you went to. That's yeah, I thing. went to both of them. <laughs> but we, we recorded it last week, we spoke about it in great depth, and... I Obviously, missed, no one else outside the room heard it. So, and do you know what's funny? No one missed it either. No one, no one, <laughs> no, missed, no no one, one cares. Yeah. Um, uh, quickly then, Palace and Quarabag. Yeah, well, Quarabag. Uh, um, I was pleased with the performance. We played with a, t- a higher tempo for the first time. It was kind of the start of what we saw later on with the other games. Um, Lamella played, um, all, you know, like kind of. Um, well, he didn't stand still when he got the ball. Yeah, he kind of play, play with a tempo. Um, when, when no, Ericsson didn't come on that game, was no. it? Did no, but uh, but Deli Ali played well, uh, and it was comfortable though. But it gave us a chance to actually play a more pressing game. Then yeah. that was evident in the following game uh, against Palace, I thought. And then with Ericsson coming on, it just was the missing piece of the puzzle. The, I really want to talk about the City game because there's a lot of things that are pointing up. So Ericsson, Ericsson was one of the more difficult ones to pick up how good he was, I thought, on the weekend because you couldn't really see the things he was doing. But he, his skill was to transition from as soon as we got the ball in defence into attack. He was playing the ball out or he was receiving the ball and moving it on quickly. He was, and that was what we were missing last time like in all the games where he wasn't here. So Ericsson is, was massively important. But let's go through the team selection. I mean... Is that our strongest team? What happens when Mason, Dembele, uh, Bentaleb are fit? What about Danny Rose? He played really well against Arsenal. That's a really good question. <laughs> well, is is it because um, Poch likes to have uh, he likes to have consistency, and if one player's playing well, he'll keep him there. So Davis, it looks like it's Davis's spot now to lose. So where do you stand on that? Because. They're two very different players. Uh, Danny Rose had a superb season last season. I was quite surprised he didn't start this season off. And uh, he was awful against Quarabag. Uh, <laughs> wasn't even sub, was he, in the, against Palace? No, he wasn't. But he played really well against uh, Arsenal. Yeah. A disappointing result. But um, 
Yeah, I, I, we've got a manager who's paid lots of pounds to work that one out, but I'm quite happy with either. So in your starting 11, so Swansea away on Sunday, 4 o'clock kick-off, who, who starts for you at left-back? Ben Davis. Ben Davis. Especially well. against Swansea. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, the way Danny Rose played against Carabag was, well, it was great going forwards, but... Story of his life. Yeah. <laughs> Story of his life. No, I've seen him play defensively well and, and, and put the effort in, but how many times he gave the ball away that night? Yeah. So let's go through the team from um, Saturday. So I was really nervous. I, I genuinely was, I thought we were going to get beaten. I, I thought we were going to get beaten because they're a quality team. Um, looking at the team sheet, Lloris, obviously, Davis, Toby, Alderweireld, I learned his name, uh, Vertonghen, Walker, and then Dyer and Ali, Ericsson, Son, Lamella, Kane. Is that our strongest eleven for that time? Is there anything you would have changed at all? My biggest worry was that central midfield up against their central midfield. You know, Delhi and Ali and um, uh, <coughs> Dyer. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, combined cost of ten million pounds. Like they between them, they're nineteen and twenty up against Yaya Torre and and the Nasri when he came on and all that. But they were brilliant. Would you have changed it in any way? If, if Dembele was fit, would Dembele have played or Mason? No, I, I don't think so at all. When I saw the team sheet, I was thinking to myself that this is our strongest team. Yeah. It's a team that is, that's been growing with confidence over the previous three games. Or, you know, like forget about the Arsenal game because you know, there were quite a lot of changes made there. But the, the team looks as if it's, it's working well. It's becoming, uh, becoming a unit. The defensive side of it is superb as far as I'm concerned. We restricted them to almost only shots from outside the box. And I was really, you know, I, I said um, mm. in the first half to you, didn't I, Keith, that we look, I, I didn't feel worried by shots from outside the box with no missing goal. When was the last time Lloris got beat from distance? Well, it's it's amazing to feel to see the like you just forget how good our defence is because they're so good. You look at Toby Alderweireld, who is who is absolutely brilliant. I didn't appreciate him last season because of how good he was, but he's him and Jan. It's just amazing how different Fatio and Vimmer are, um, and I, and also um, Vertonghen seems to have raised his game yeah, since yeah. um, Alderweireld's come along. They they're playing for each other. They want to play well together because we've got the European Championships next summer and they want to create a partnership. Yeah. And if they play well enough, they'll, they could kick company out of the, uh, out the starting 11 possibly. So was, so there was a lot of fuss about Poch's team selection on Wednesday. Um, I had no problem because it's the, the, the fourth in priority competition for me. I know it's against the Arsenal and North London derby. You take the emotion out of it. It's a, it's a top five team. We've got to beat them. But, I'd rather sacrifice that game and do what we did. I'd like to say that if Lloris had played, we might not have lost to Arsenal. Yeah. Because of the, mm. the way their first goal, he would never have uh, parried it. To, um, Is this a worry? Because the whole thing of Vaughan yes. was he yes. was a backup to be first choice. Um, no. And he's not the quality we need. He's not. And surely Lloris can play 90 minutes in midweek and again 90 minutes on the Saturday. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That. He did that the previous week, didn't he? Because he he's playing the European games... And I think you've, you've got to take priority. And if they're taking, I think they're taking priority of the European games over the League Cup this year. Oh, which well, they um, anymore, they? Yeah, well, Loris, as, uh, as club captain, has come out and said he wants to win the, the Europa League. Mm. He wants to win it. He, that's why he's playing. I think that was in his uh, stipulated in his contract that he wanted to play and he wanted to the club to be aspiring to win that competition. Yeah, which I'm really pleased with. Um, I, as much as I would have liked to have won the League Cup last last year, and I went to the final, I, I think it messed our season up completely. I totally uh, agree. We we ended up playing a weakened side in the Europa League. Going out of that, yeah. we put a strong team out against a Chelsea team that that went out to stop us uh, from playing, and then picked us off because we made defensive errors, and so we were never really going to win that game. But and then we fell away in the league afterwards because of it. Yeah, I agree. So um, it, it kind of, the league cup run ruined our season. Yeah, and 
if that's out of the way, it means less games leading up to Christmas. It means we can focus on two competitions. And I think we've got a squad that can, that can do really well. Is it thin? Like what we saw on Wednesday was that, I mean, Arsenal played a lot of their reserves as well. Is it, is it too thin where you just get a key couple of injuries? Again, if one more of our midfielders goes, are we now just too weak in midfield? Or are we all right, do you think? It was against Arsenal. I just wish we played the stronger side. Much stronger. It was how many four first teamers played against Arsenal? Um, I'm sorry, just. Last week we had a little bit of an argument, did we? You two said, I said, if we go to win against either Arsenal or Man City, you two plump for Man City. And I said, Arsenal. And I just hate losing to Arsenal. And it's just, we're not going to win the Premier League, but we could win the League Cup. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, Let's talk about the goals. If we take out offside goals, we still won it. So I'm not too worried about yes. about that argument. Um, Their goal was offside as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. So Their technically, goal was we won nil. We won two nil. Yeah, exactly. Um, their, their goal was pretty good. I thought. I thought and I thought it's it. And then Dyer. Tell you what, that reminded me of Sandro. Do you remember Sandro against Fulham a couple of years ago, where he just pinged it and it just sort of the daisy cutter straight across the top. I love that. Um, Dyer's a great player. Can we talk about Dyer for a bit? I mean, yes. He's. You forget how young these players are. You think 21, that's a great age for a footballer. And then you think, what were you doing at 21? <laughs> I was not competing with the best people in the world or whatever I wanted to do. Yeah. And he's just... Do you remember when AVB, when we couldn't finish games, where we, we dropped off at the end of the last 10 minutes and AVB changed our training and we became better with our concentration and things like that. Dyer's picked up the mantle of, right, I, I need to learn how to be a defensive midfielder rather than a centre-back. And he's, he's made that position his. He's undroppable now. Mm. And that's an incredible position for a, a 21-year-old to be commanding well, I in think, the top 14. I think it's worth saying that uh, our team we had out against Man City was the youngest Premier League team th- this season, uh, beating the previous record of which was Spurs against Crystal Palace. Well, yeah, and every week we're the youngest team that goes out. It's, yeah. it's in, the, the average age is about 24. That's right. Yeah. And that's amazing. Like I, I manage 24-year-olds, and they're great, but they've got a lot to learn. Imagine yes. being... I just, it, it's an incredible thing um, that Pochettino's doing, I think. And tell you what he's doing, he's done well, which we forget about, is he's got rid of so much dead wood. Like, he, Kabul is seen as the weakness at Sunderland now. He could be, uh, he could have played on Wednesday for us, and it might have been worse, you know? Defoe is now injured again, as he, as he was, as he does. And um, he's now not scored in, well, a few games. He's scored mm. more than Harry this, this, um, this, this year. He's just done an incredible job of making a, a team, a, a rock-solid team. Um, Deli Ali, I think we said it last week, was he's, he's doing what I was really hoping Dembele would do, like a product, aggressive, plays with a smile, as the sun as well. I can't criticise any of them. Lamella, let's talk about Lamella. Um, revelation. Revelation. <laughs> There's that potential. That's what we've been waiting yes. for. Well, he stopped playing, um, playing slow football. Yeah. Stop taking too many touches, apart from his goal, of course. But you know, yeah, he yeah. needed to take those touches because of his the, goal the, was brilliant. The, wasn't it? Um, the keeper and the defender coming close to him, so he needed to keep the ball close and then bring it back around. But he's playing with energy. He's playing with purpose. He's looking for that forward run or forward pass. And I don't mind if he loses the ball occasionally because he's looking. He's looking for a way for us to have an opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Um, Tell you what was great it was Clinton and G's turn as well. Oh, he hasn't had yes. much of an opportunity this season, but that I mean we haven't seen anything like that in a long time. <laughs> now, go on, Keith. Yeah, tell, when I saw him coming story. on, I thought, oh no, the competition winner's coming on. <laughs> you said that. You actually yeah. said that. To I know, me. and I was so pleased to be proved wrong. It was a lovely little jink down the right wing, oh, wasn't it, for the uh, fourth goal? Yeah. So uh, I hope I'm wrong after his performance against Arsenal. The competition winner thing is brilliant. I mean, Sam Burgess, we won't won't talk about the rugby too much, although it was the best day of my life. Sam Burgess looks like a competition winner. Ricky Lambert at Liverpool looked like a competition winner. And now we've got our own, so I'm very happy. But, I mean, against Arsenal, he he did look like a competition winner. But um, but when he came came for us. Yeah, when he came on, uh, on Saturday... His first touch, like his, his first touch of the ball, wasn't great. But to be fair, he just come on, and that's when you said it, wasn't it? But uh, after that, he then had that turn, and it was a moment of genius. And he looks as if he's going to be a really good impact player off the bench. I can't see him starting much this year, or well, for the first half of the season, anyway. Um, 
maybe when we start to rotate the team, maybe if we have a couple of injuries, then we can we can bring him in as a starting player. But at the moment, I think he's he's got a lot to learn. Yeah, with the Premier League, and he's he's someone that will expose. Uh, expose gaps and, and weaknesses in defences like late on in games I agree and I haven't seen him smile yet and I know it's, it's a minor point but I love that aggression you know that I'm just going to do a job here like Cameroonian <laughs> menace um, let's, I mean finally Harry Kane great goal I mean forget it was offside it was yeah. a lovely finish yeah, um, no, he took it that's well. hard um, but and people are now going he's back he was always doing really yes. good work yeah. played really well this season yeah um, so I'm well, that, not worried at all the, um, the clearance off the line in the Arsenal game mm. uh, uh, yeah. yeah with the overhead kick that could have been brilliant and it was yeah. only because of a, a slight touch off the, the one defender that meant that it could be headed off the line otherwise yeah. it would have been back in the net and it, it was three quarters over the line yeah, so yeah, it was, no, it was as close, yeah, you know, as close as you could, you know, possibly get. Really, how confident are you now in Spurs? Um, so, say we were playing Chelsea at home or away Sunday instead of um, Swansea. Um, I, think, I think the confidence would be different if we were playing them at home to if we were playing them at the Bridge. Yeah, I would never be confident about <laughs> us beating them, but giving them a game. Whereas you know we've had times, as we know as Spurs fans, where you, you play the Chelseas of the world, and you and you you just oh, how many is it going to be? Yeah, I don't think uh, certainly at home at the moment you feel like that. I really want to play Liverpool. That's the one because we've been battered by Liverpool the last two seasons, and I think we can have them now. I think because tell you what we've done really well is superstar strikers or, or, or strikers who've got a skill so we've played Lukaku who's a lump and we've played Aguero who's the complete opposite and we've dealt with them perfectly like they haven't done anything Aguero you forgot he was playing in the second half yes. and this is the greatest striker in the league and who has destroyed us over <laughs> past seasons and then you've got before, before yesterday it was seven goals in uh, ten in eight I think no it? yeah ten ten in eight games He's but it was player. I think it was uh, nine in the last five. It's a minute. He, so, yeah. He's well, an five. incredible striker. We always yeah. talk on this show about there's, there's players, like Drogba was always, you, you'd just be scared of them doing something. They could do nothing for 70 minutes and then they can change a game. Rooney used to be like that. Aguero's a bit like that. He can, he can just do something. And you, you used to, th- do you remember when it was always Dawson lining up and you just think, he's just going to turn Dawson. And we don't get that now. Toby, Toby's goal was brilliant. It's nice to see him get his first goal for Tottenham. Shocking keeping though. I was, yes. so, I was so glad before the game when I saw that Joe Hart wasn't playing, Vincent Company wasn't playing, and Silva wasn't playing. It just. Yeah, we had Dembele out. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not having yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, but I, I thought that was a, a lot of their spine. Yep. And, and then Yaya Torre coming off after 55 minutes. Now, I don't think he was injured. I think he's got Aaron Lennon in the tunnel at Real Madrid-itis. Just I, he, he lacked the balls. Now, I'm off work through... Um, You've had an operation. I, I have had an operation. So I was off work today um, and last week. So I, I had a chance to, to watch the game back. Yeah. I, watched, I watched it from the second half. And um, he looked sluggish in that first 10 minutes after, after the half-time. And... To be fair, he, he looked as if he was just limping a little bit. I don't know if it was a prior it's injury mind. or... It's in his yeah. mind. It's, it's, yeah. it, I don't believe him. Um, again, not happy with the birthday cake again. <laughs> yeah. Um, brilliant. Is there anything... We've, I mean, it was an amazing game and it set up a brilliant day of sport. The, uh, the Loris save as well. When, from when Raheem we, Sterling. When, when we went 1-0 down. Yeah. I know they, po- they pointed out on match of the day, but I, I did say during That's the it. game, I said... That could be a game changer because yeah. prior to, yeah, in the past, normally as, as soon as we concede one, the floodgates open and then we, we lose the plot. Whereas Laurie's pulled off a fantastic save down to his right. That was their biggest league defeat since 1980, I think. And no, 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 it was, no, it was, about, no, it was 2010. Was it? Yeah. Oh, it was something <laughs> since 1980. Yeah. Um, just before we finish this, um, there's some great stats going around. Um, but basically, like-for-like like games versus last year, we've got 50% more points than we did against the same team. And we've got a goal difference of plus eight. So, I mean, if that was how you were marching Potch's homework, he's doing a really, really good job. Um, and finally, let's quickly do uh, Monaco 
And let's quickly talk about Swansea. Where, what, who would you take out? To, would you just leave that first team behind? Well, I'd like to ask you because you asked us who would play against Swansea, but who would you play against Monaco? I would literally take the second team and I'd take some people on the bench. Really? Yeah, I mean, or maybe not. I would, like, I would take like Townsend that, and then I would have Townsend, I would have Carroll, I'd, have, I'd get Dembele back or someone. What about I'd, the spine of the team, Lloris? Or the world, I'd have Lloris. Yeah, well, I think Lloris um, will be playing those games. I think it's. Uh, it, he well, made it's, it pretty obvious. It's he in wanted France to play. as well. Yeah, exactly. Do you see Spurs had? Did you see the package Spurs had? So for one and a half grand, you could have a hotel room, a guided tour of Monaco, a VIP seat, and you could fly back with the team from Monaco <laughs> for one and a half thousand English pounds. That'd be interesting if we get get beat four <laughs> <laughs> nil. Um, how, how many players would actually survive? <laughs> well, yeah. We um we had the look. I love their ground, you know, with the arches. We played them in a pre-season game last season, didn't we? We got smashed, like, 5-0. Okay. We were really, really confident, and then uh, we got destroyed. They haven't got a great home support. They're, no, they, they're a lot no. better away from home. They don't, they don't get uh, the, the Stade Louis Deux. Oh, very um, good. Research. Yeah, thank you. Um, it's, it's a weird stadium. It's Isn't the it? only stadium you can, like, you're walking along and you can miss it. Yeah. It's, you, know, like, you don't spot it at all. And... Um, they get a, they get much more um, more support away from home because a lot of their supporters are are up north. Well, isn't their ground bigger than the size of Monaco town? Like they've got more people in the ground. It's a small sure. stadium as well. Yeah, yeah. I think it's only about it's less than thirty thousand. I think. Yeah. Um, they've also sold a lot of their good players, but they've got. Um, is it Hamzik? Is, is that what they've got over there? They bought Hamzik. Basically, they've got a lot of money, haven't they? They've got a sugar daddy somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's. it's well, they don't have to pay tax, do they? Well, no. So who, who, would, you, who would you start? Who is your 11? Well, I love Monaco because they knocked Arsenal out of the Champions League of this course. year, of course. Um, Berbatov's gone, hasn't he? Yes. Mm. Okay. Um, I'd like the spine of the team. El Shawari, sorry. He's on loan from Milan. I think one of Toby or Jan will play. I think uh, one yeah. of them will. Yeah. Um, Toby played the last one. Yeah. So I think possibly Jan will play this one. I think that's. I think that's how Poch is going to do it. So you've got one person commanding the the defence. Well, they've got um, Ricardo Cavallo, Fabio Contral from Real Madrid, Jean Moutinho should be in a Spurs shirt. Alshuari is quite good. So they've got a um, Antore, um, a, a Traore as well. I think they can. We'll, they, so, we'll take a draw. Take a yeah. draw. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Swansea, same team started. Yeah. What if Mason's back? Do you start Mason instead of Ali? No, on no, the bench. No, you can't change I, it off to beat Mason. I think if you're, ch- if you're chasing a game, um, last 20 minutes, if you're 1-0 down or at 1-1, bring on Mason and he will close people down yeah. in the in the final third or or yeah. you know, like kind of attacking half so and, predi- and possibly create a chance that way. Prediction for Swansea? I think 2-0. Uh, 2-0. Yeah, I agree. 2-0. 3-1 I'm going to go for. 3-0 I'm going to go for sorry wow I was going to say 2-1 oh there we go um, we, we don't have a bad record against Swansea at all no. do we I can't remember we, beat, we beat them last year 2-1 we scored in extra like yes. the end yeah Ericsson scored in the rain didn't he yeah he did that was a lovely moment uh, fine Keith let's talk about your book so <laughs> Keith walked in last week with this with a blue folder um, with yellow tape on with a postcard on I've got a picture of it I'll put it on the Facebook group this is absolutely wonderful. It's my favourite thing I've ever seen in this room. And, oh, Keith, can you describe it for us? Well, since I started going to Spurs in November 61, I used to write all the games out, the goal scorers and the attendance. And it's quite uh, fun looking back because the amount of goals we scored in those years, you know, consecutive games, 4-4-1-4-9-4-4-0-4, then there's 4-4-4-4-6-3-3-6-4. That for us up to about 64. Well, you've got, what have you got? You've got the date, the opponents, the well, venue. Well, the fifth game I ever saw, we beat Man City 4-2. Oh, and 53 good. years later, that's <laughs> the first time we've put four past them since that uh, game. Maybe that was my, my bad stat. Well, who, um, <laughs> who scored for us that, that day? Uh, Jimmy Greaves, of course, Cliff Jones, Danny. Blanche Flower and Terry Medwin, 48,558. So, what when you look at, I mean, because I'm looking at the first game, the first game is 1962. 61. 61, 61 yeah, I mean, obviously, we won the double in 61, beating Leicester in the cup final. I kept pleading with my father to take me, and um, 
the ninth home game of the season, he relented and took me to the Leicester game. Now, the previous eight, we'd won seven and drawn one. We lost to Leicester 2-1. He immediately said I was a jinx. So, the next six home games, we won four, lost none and drew two. Then he took me to my second game against Ipswich. We lost that 3-1. At the end of the season, when we could no longer win the league, he took me to a Sheffield Wednesday match, which we won for nil. But the thing was, if we'd have beaten Ipswich, we'd have finished level on points with them with a far superior goal average, as it was in those days. So for the rest of the 60s, every visitor at our house, I was introduced by my father as, he's the one that cost us the double two (laughs) years running. (laughs) But I somehow survived and... uh, so you've got um, att- attendances in red? Uh, that's the away uh, games. Ah, right. So first, what, what was your um, first away first game? First away game, we beat Chelsea 3-0. Not that one. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, uh, f- beat Arsenal 3-2. Ah, oh, brilliant. Who scored? <laughs> Cliff Jones, Bobby Smith and Tony Markey. Oh, so that mate. means Bobby's, um, my favourite player, Dave Mackay, probably didn't play in that. I've got to give you a fact about Dave Mackay, which I think is the greatest fact, um, statistics of any player that's ever played. From the moment he was a school kid, to the moment he retired as an old professional, he played in 41 cup finals. Wow. All 41 were won. Not wow. once was he ever on a losing side. Now, when you consider we beat uh, Let's Go Red 5-1 in the 63 Cup Winners Cup final, he couldn't play in that. So I, I consider that been, one of our greatest yeah. ever uh, wins. He didn't play wow. in that. But 41 out of 41. And also... Um, 64-65, he broke his leg for a second time in a home reserve match. And I used to go and watch the reserves in those days. I think I was nearer him than anybody else in the crowd that day, the bottom yeah. of the East stand. And um, he was out for the season. Now, we got a reputation as being soft southerners. With Mackay out the side, in the 21 home league games, we won 18 and drew three. When we played away from Whitehall Lane, we won one, drew four, and lost 16. Wow. So without Mackay in the side, we were a bit of a weak touch, and that yeah. soft southerners, the likes of Shankly uh, called us that, and yeah. stuck for a few years. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's just amazing to hear, to hear these stories. Um, can we go through a couple of pages? Just, just, just yeah, whip cool. forward a couple of pages. Yeah. So we're into 1965, uh, League Division 1. Uh, the last four games of the year, we scored 7-3, 5 and 6. Wow, so that's a 7-4 against Wolves. <laughs> Wolves, yeah. That was 1-1 at half time. The most remarkable fact about that game was that Jimmy Greaves didn't score any. Wow. <laughs> Um, then we come up to 66-67 when we won the cup against Chelsea, which I was pleased to be at. And I see the attendance was 100,000. Wow. <laughs> That's quite a lot, isn't it? Yes. And um, we beat uh, Millwall, Portsmouth, Bristol City. Now, the Bristol City game, Dave Mackay was sent off by the referee uh, after about 10 minutes of White Hart Lane. And he actually yeah. said to the referee, surrounded by all the players, um, I'm not going. I'm Dave Mackay. You can't send me off. So the referee <laughs> went, Okay, but you're booked. So fair <laughs> enough. Can I just say, so it says 1966-67, and yep. then you've got, you've been BFA to Cup. every game. I didn't go, my father wouldn't let me go to Millwall as far back uh, as 1967. Right. He said, no, you can't go there. Gilzean, what was it like saying Gilzean? Gilzean and Greaves were the G-men, that's yeah. what they were called, and uh, he was absolutely brilliant. Um, such a wonderful backheader of a ball, which is <laughs> yeah. sort of... Um, not many. Yeah. I can't think of anybody who does backheaders these Ronaldo days. Ronaldo likes to try a backheader yes. these days, but okay. just for being flash. He was a little bit. He wasn't the fastest player, but no. a bit like Teddy Sheringham. You know, he, he didn't have to be fast. He made up for it in other ways. And uh, so it goes on. I, I, sorry to say, but 1980s. Glenn Hoddle was a great um, player. And when we lost the 87 Cup final, a little bit of me died. With, uh, yeah. That was his last ever game. And I haven't quite felt the same since, I'm sorry, but 26 years of absolute fanaticism, and uh, I still try and get it, but in my heart of hearts, I've known I've seen the best, which was the 60s. It must be hard, because we we were talking about, like, growing up in the, like, born in the 80s, growing up in the 90s, like, now is dreamland for Spurs, whereas for you, where you've seen European glory, you've seen the greatest players who've ever played in this land. I must mention John White, because um, who got tragically killed on Cruise Hill Golf Course in July 64. Um, he wasn't a renowned goal scorer, but he did score on his debut for Spurs in October 59 and also his last ever game in April 64. He only missed 17 games between those two games in 59 and 64 in unarguably the greatest spell in the club's history. Of the 17 games he missed, we won one, lost nine and drew seven. So that shows what a great influence he yeah. was. 
And I do remember in Bill Nicholson's autobiography, he didn't have Hoddle on his side because he said, although Hoddle's a great player, can do 40-yard passes, he preferred John White because John White didn't slow down when he did the 40-yard <laughs> passes, whereas White could do them on the run. Yeah. And Hoddle had to stand still and do them. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's just so many stories. and it, it, it's, 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 it's about 40 pages deep. And it's yeah. just line by line, game by game. It's incredible. You'll see it on the Facebook group. Um, what was the last game in it? Just, oh, what's that? Oh, is that the scorers? Oh, uh, this is the scorers. Yeah, I, I, let's find the goal scorers. I'll find it somewhere. Um, Jimmy Greaves, obviously the uh, main goal scorer. Wow! Uh, I saw Jimmy Greaves score. Are these just your, the appearances that you? Are they the, the games I went to, I saw him score 134 goals to Spurs, 113 yeah, in the league. Uh, second, Martin Chivers, then Alan Gilzean, then maybe surprisingly fourth was um, Glenn Hoddle. But as I say, I haven't been so much uh, in, in the last 20 years. So I'm just looking at, down these names. You know, you've got Teddy Sheringham there. Where are we? Roberts, Peters, Falco, Lineker. I mean, we, we would dream of this. <laughs> this sort of Hazard. So it's, uh, it's not Chris Armstrong. <laughs> Bobby Smith was a character. And uniquely amongst footballers, when he came out to the pre-match kick around he did kick a ball he was surrounded 10 deep by school kids and he used to sign their autographs oh, that's amazing <laughs> I remember just, just off beat um, when Liverpool came and, and Carragher used to um, score on goals yep well, he just, yeah, score on goals he just used to um, kick the ball into the uh, just used to kick balls into Liverpool fans for him to keep that was all the training balls at the end of the training just kick them all into the Liverpool fans okay <sighs> lovely man um, it's quiz time Unless there's anything more you wanted to say, who, what is the picture on the front of the folder? It was Jimmy Greaves' first ever goal, and uh, I must have bought two programmes, because that was cut out of the match day programme. There's no way I'd have cut out, <laughs> uh, so I must have got an old one. That was his Fantastic. first ever goal. Um, let's do three questions, so we'll just ask questions. And uh, Which Spanish club did Nicola Berti join when he left Tottenham Hotspur? We were talking about him in the pub, so James... Well, we were, because <laughs> uh, Keith barely remembered him playing for Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> was it Inter Milan? No, he came Spanish, to me. Oh, Spanish club. Oh, Spanish club, yeah. sorry. <laughs> sorry. Valencia. Seville. Seville. Oh, sorry, uh, Dan, sorry. Oh. You were going to say that, so you can have the point. Sort of. Right. Um, Anti-clockwise. Go on. Sorry. Wow. Um, in what year did Tottenham Hotspur play their first competitive match? Ooh. Well, the club was formed in 1882, so how about that for starters? No. 1886. 1885. So we defeated St Albans 5 2. Ah. Didn't New see London. That one. It's, it's all, it's yeah. very expensive if you want to live there. Mm. But very nice. Nice market town. Right, my question. At which club did Gary Mabbott begin his professional career? Bristol City. Wrong. Bristol Rovers. Sorry, you were wrong first time. I only accept your first answer. Oh! It's <laughs> <laughs> <That is> harsh. <laughs> you can't do that to me. <laughs> Well, there's also a Gary Mabbott question on this car, but I'm going to go for um, against which London club did David Ginola score his first ever FA Cup goal? QPR. Leeds. London. Is it London club? Oh, yeah. London oh, we club. are awful at this. You and your Spanish yeah, yeah, Inter Milan. Um, <laughs> let's go Arsenal. Uh, now, apparently Chelsea uh, in 95-96 when he played for Newcastle United. Oh, of course. Trick question. Uh, do you want a hard one or an easy one? Hard. Which club did Helder Postiga make his Tottenham... Against which club did Helder Postiga make his Tottenham Hotspur debut? Midlands. I'll give you Midlands. Okay. All right. Villa. No. West Brom. No. The other one. Birmingham. Birmingham City. Blimey. <laughs> <laughs> Which former manager said, there are two ways of getting the ball. One is from your teammates, and that's the only way. Uh, Bill Nick? I'm, I'm a, no. no. Hoddle? I'm... El Tell. Oh. Ah, very interesting. Mm. Right, this is a really hard one. Against which Lancashire club did Matthew Etherington score his first premiership goal? Oh, God. Lancashire club. Blackburn. Blackburn. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It was the opening day of the 2002-03 season. not much of a clue, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Two-two draw? Middlesbrough. Are they Lancashire? No. Oh. I'm, I'm not. From it's a small town in Yorkshire. All oh, right. Um, I wonder if Matthew Everton knows this answer. He? Uh, Everton. 
Is that Lancashire? Okay. Everton? Yeah. Lancashire? Yeah, I Liverpool. Merseyside was a separate... No, no, Liverpool's Lancashire. Ah. Oh, right. Uh, against which club did Teddy Sheringham score a last-minute penalty to give Tottenham Hotspur a 2-1 victory in the 2002-03 season? 2002-03. Can, can we have a clue? Uh, to the a clue that, is that it sent us to the top of the league at the Ooh. time. Do you know that? Or was I, it on I the... did, actually. Wow. Yeah, I remember it. Villa. It was after four games. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good for us still. Yeah. Um, Villa's my stock answer for this, so I'm going Villa. Uh, it's... Fulham. I'll give you a clue. Red and white stripes. Sunderland. No, Southampton. Southampton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you have a go? Did we miss you out? No, I had a go. Okay. Uh, final one from me. Which Tottenham Hotspur player scored in both legs against Dundalk in the UEFA Cup in the 1981-82 season? Um, you're looking at me. Um, <laughs> we are looking at you. Yeah. Be in the book, possibly. He has no neck. He works for the BBC. Garth Crooks. Garth oh. Crooks. <laughs> there you go. Oh, we've still got one more from you. I was going to say Gladstone Small doesn't, <laughs> doesn't play football. Go on, Dan. Um, which club did Steve Archibald join after leaving Tottenham Hotspur? I'm not going to even attempt to answer. Uh, Barcelona. Yes. Wow. Straight yeah. in. Can I just say oh. that in my book, uh, we beat Dundalk 1-0 at home and Garth Root scored. <laughs> you were there. <laughs> yes. That's it. Last uh, question. Okay. Um, uh, quite a modern one. Who did Martin Yole succeed as manager of Tottenham Hotspur? Jacques Santini. Oh, well done. From our, um, is, I think he's in our intro or outro. Yeah. Cool. You doing one more? Or? I can't read it. It's in blue. Um in what year was the crossbar introduced? <laughs> what? 1875, 1895, 1910 or 1930? 1895. No, it was 1875. Originally, tape was used. Uh, well, final question. Oh. Under how many different managers did Gary Mabbott play at Tottenham Hotspur? God. Four? No, more than that. It was... Was it David Plate? David Plate <laughs> was his first? No, it'd be more. He was before David Plate. Before David Plate. Seven. You're close. Okay, nine. Eight. <laughs> one year eight. out. Yeah. Wow. Eight. Eight <laughs> managers. Uh, between 82 and 98, he played. Goodness me. How um, many can you name, Keith, <laughs> of those eight managers? Don't. Yeah. That would be good if you had the managers that um, you'd, you'd seen play. Damn. Um, just before we get on to any other business, uh, at the end, I've got some... Andrew, who couldn't be with us uh, today, um, he's looking after his family, but he was at the game, loved it. Um, he, there's so much to talk about. He, he was really... It's a real shame he couldn't be here. But what he did do was he met a guy called Michael from New York. He was in Italy on holiday, but he made the trip to London for the weekend to make his first trip to White Hart Lane. He loves the pods, which is brilliant. Um, that's the easy way to get on the show, is just to just to give us a bit of an ego massage. Um, but Andrew got an interview with him pre, at halftime and post the game. Um, so as much as Andrew loved the game, he said the best thing about the game was being with Michael, who absolutely loved it, and sharing, it, sharing that game and that experience with him and his girlfriend, Roberta. So wonderful to have you on the show. And then also we want to say a big shout-out to the New York Spurs fans in Flannery's Bar. And then you have... The game, the Legends game. Yes, um, at Ware Football Club on the 4th of October, which is this Sunday, 2pm um, um, is kick-off time, but 12 o'clock midday, uh, the gates open, is um, Tottenham Legends game yep. uh, against um, uh, the Angel Veterans FC. I don't know who they are, but um, no, it's... Uh, it's for a good cause. Uh, I think it's to raise money for Save the Children. And Brilliant. I think there's a junior coach there who's been taken ill and they're raising money for, for that charity. Um, who's playing? Darren Anderton is Darren playing. Darren Anderton, um, wonderful. Justin Edinburgh and Stuart Nethercott. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, so yeah, where? This Sunday, yeah. 2pm kickoff. Yes. Where is also where the Spurs ladies play so um, we'll try and get I've been trying to get them on the show for a while so if you know anyone who knows the Spurs ladies get them on free publicity uh, anything else? 
No? No. I want to talk more about your experiences in book. We talked last week about the, um, we'll just do five minutes, the, the greatest player that you saw live who didn't play for Spurs were the greatest opposition players. Okay, well... So who, who were they? The strange thing is, but the greatest Spurs players are Scott, Dave Mackay. The greatest player I ever saw against Spurs was also Scott, Dennis Law. Yeah. Just absolutely fantastic. He got a six-week uh, ban in uh, 1964 and his first game back was against Tottenham in March 64 and Spurs lost 3-2 I, I wouldn't have been very happy but I do remember he scored a hat-trick on his first game back for six yeah. weeks and he had that fantastic uh, goal celebration where he just used to hold the cuff of his sleeve and just put one arm in the air yeah. and uh, wow I thought I wouldn't mind him at Tottenham <laughs> So what are the other memories you have so I mean I've got there's certain things that just happen at yeah. games where you just remember them. So I remember, for example, we talked about it for a while. The Wigan, there was a there was a guy called I can't remember his name. Al, someone who played for Wigan, and he was he's about five foot two, five foot three. Who came on and he got books because he was being shouted at by the crowd because they were talking about how he was a dwarf. Um, so you remember that sort of stuff. You just remember things. I mean, I was there for Muamba as well. You know, you remember just things. What? Well, what? going on to small players, uh, the smallest one I remember is Terry Dyson, yeah. who um, is the only Spurs player ever to score a hat trick against Arsenal. Wow, that's uh, an interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, um, only two Arsenal players have ever done it. The only modern one was Alan Sunderland in 78, uh, when they had a lucky 5-0 win at the lane. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Terry Dyson, who bought out his autobiography this year. Very oh, good read, yes. And um, he was only 5 foot 3. In fact, his father was a, a jockey. And um, five foot three is small. He, uh, he was very not small, bad, but small. he was the first player I remember doing modern goal celebrations. He used to jump up in the air yeah. like a madman. Yes, uh, big um, memories of him. Of course, he scored two goals in the '63 um, Cup Winners' Cup final, and he also scored in the '61 final. And he didn't play in the '62, so three goals in two cup finals for time. Fine. So one thing we always do is make a first eleven of the players. That you've seen live. So okay. Well, what we'll, we'll, we'll do is we'll do it starting with you. So you choose your goalkeeper, then you, then you, then you. So we'll go around quickly. So okay. Your goalkeeper, Pat Jennings. So we're doing a four-four-two. Okay. So Pat Jennings, who's your goalkeeper of the players you've seen live, only live, not just on TV? Larice. Larice. Damn you. <laughs> I'll go Torsvet. Ah, I'm gonna have to go. I saw Gomez when we when we beat AC Milan or drew with AC Milan when we beat Arsenal he made incredible saves he also made some massive cock-ups but I'm going to go uh, your, I'm going to give you your two centre-backs two centre-backs I'm going to go for Mike England and Darren uh, Darren Goff <laughs> <laughs> Richard Goff Richard Goff centre-backs who you've seen live oh as I've said before uh, Gary Mabbott yeah definitely and Ledley King brilliant oh I'm going to have to be a bit of a traitor and say Sol Campbell. <laughs> understandable, understandable. Yeah. And um, I would also go for, just think, um, yeah, I'd, uh, I'd probably go Dawson. Dawson, wow. The one, that's the, one, the one season that he... he played and was just by far our best player when he was left out by AVB at the start of the season yeah I and he was gonna he was transfer listed and looks if he was going yeah came back into the side and was and just had a phenomenal season and he he played he loved Tottenham as well you could tell he yeah. loved Tottenham um, and on that but Soldado he still loves Tottenham doesn't he he's still tweeting about yeah. us he's still celebrating which That's is really nice, nice. I didn't know that. um I'd Problem with growing up in the nineties is you run out of good players very quickly. Um, <laughs> I might go with our current pairing because I haven't seen a better centre. I can't think of because I've seen. Like, I've been going since two thousand eight, which isn't that long. What about Ledley King? Oh, James going. James got Ledley King. Oh, we'll see. King, King and so I'm going to go uh, Super Yan and Toby Alderweireld. This is how much I like him. I've learned his name. <laughs> He's not just Toby anymore. Um, fullbacks, both of them. Um, I'm going to fit Steve Perryman in at right back. I want yeah. him in the side, and he played right back in the Bale 81. is a winger, so we're just just you know, Okay, and Cyril Knowles are left back. So who are they? Perryman and Knowles. Perryman and Knowles. Lovely stuff. I think right back I'd go for Stephen Carr. Lovely. Damn Damn it. It. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. Uh, left back, I'm going to stick one out there and say uh, Aso Akotu. That was going to be my oh! backup one. 
I was, it was close to being Timothy Atuba. <laughs> <laughs> but I managed to hold myself back. I mean, thought you were going to go someone else, someone older that I hadn't seen. You were going to go... Yeah, I was going to go Stephen Carr and... Yeah, so who are you going to go to? Does that leave me with Justin Edinburgh? <laughs> it does. No. No, no. Oh, left back, I will have uh, Christian Zieger. Oh, very good. And right back, I will have... Um, oh, uh, Pat Van Den Hauer's left back, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Damn it. Who was right back back in... Justin Edinburgh. No, before then. No, I didn't go before that. Chris Hume. No. Um, Gary Stevens. No, I, I, no, I didn't go back then. I, 1990 was my first game. Um, I will go with... Um, oh! Dead air, Dan. Dead air. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, oh, I'm going to go with... Steve, uh, with um, I have to go Carl Walker. Carl Walker. Well, I'm having Choluca. Solid as a rock. I loved him and uh, left back you've got Ekoto I was just looking through my list they're all terrible um, <laughs> it's going to have to be Rose uh, central midfielders are we going 4-3-3 three, three? Can, we can do if you want so if you want to choose your three okay, if we can choose um, Blanche Flower Mackay Hoddle decent decent yeah. <laughs> three midfielders three midfielders three midfielders three midfielders uh, Gascoigne Oh, in the middle. I'll go Zinger. I'll go Chris Waddle. Oh, and surely um, Hoddle then, if if you saw him, I didn't no, see him. I've, I've picked oh, Hoddle. Sorry, 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 he's sorry, had him sorry. already. Um, it's tricky because I want to leave the obvious one for somebody else to pick. No, I have Bale. I have him. It's not he's really the, fair. He's the best no, player you've seen. Uh, Ginola. No, go on. Oh, um, I will have Modric. Actually, Bale will be in the front three. So yes. We'll, yeah. Modric, thank you for that. Yeah, it's quite all right. Um, Prick. <laughs> uh, I would also have... Um, a, I won't have Van der Vaart because he'd be further up. Oh, so you banned me from having him. Yeah, no, fine. No, no, no. Um, I'd go... Yeah, so Modric. I'm tempted with Huddleston. Because yeah, just just behind, just to just ping, balls put, out, ping the balls out. Yeah, and um, third one. Uh, oh God, I think it's I want a more dynamic one. I'd go with Gus Poyet. Hmm. Hmm. He played. He played really well when I used to go watch him when I was yeah, you know, like kind of around uh, the around the turn of the millennium. Hmm. Era. I thought you played really well. Right? I am going to go for Champions League era Sandro. I am going to go for Ericsson because I think he's one of the best players we've had in a long time. I'm not going to go for Polinio. <laughs> just going through my uh, my list here. I did forget Ericsson. I can't believe I just did that. Yeah, and I'm going to have to take someone modern again because I'm, I'm, we've just had because you've taken all the good ones from my midfield. So I am going to go for. <sighs> Pinar's at front. He's in the front three, right? Is that what we said? Uh, it's up to you. No, I'll, I'll, I'll let you have that. Uh, Sigurdsson. I loved him. I absolutely loved him. Yeah. Uh, your front three. Right. Uh, Jimmy Greaves, uh, no competition. <coughs> Gilzine or Chivers? I'll go for Chivers. Bale or Jones? I know you lads, one of you wants to pick Bale, so I'll go Cliff Jones. Yeah. Now, does... Because all the old players come out I, at half-time, so I've seen Cliff Jones... <laughs> but I haven't seen him play for Tottenham. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen Dave Mackay <laughs> at the Hearts game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got to be Jurgen Klinsmann, and I think you'd have Sheringham playing with him. Yeah. They played so well together. And uh, I've got a real soft spot for Aaron Lennon. Wow. So um, I've stuck him in there's there. no balance oh. there at all, is there? No. <laughs> no, I've got the balance, I've got no. with my heart. <laughs> Uh, that means I've got Bale. Bale and Van der Vaart and... Van der Vaart and I will go Sheringham. No. You just pick Sheringham. I'll take Oh, no, no, uh, Berbatov. Oh, that is lovely. I am going to have to go for... No, sorry, Gary Lineker. So who have you gone for? I've, no, I'll, I've gone for Bale, Bale Van, Van der Vaart Gary and Lineker. Lineker. Who was the one you just got rid of? I got rid of Berbatov, so you can have him. I'm not sure I saw him. 
No, my it's Pavlichenko and Bent were up front in my first game. <laughs> I'm going to go for. Um, now, if I say Adebayor when he's on form, is that is that allowed? Because I mean, Adebayor was Adebayor against Newcastle. Newcastle in that first half. I'm going to take. So Adebayor, I'm. Oh, it's, that's dangerous, isn't it? Uh, You're not Adebayor have Kane. and Defoe. No, I'm not going to have Kane. And I'm going to go for maybe Kane just behind them actually. <laughs> so I might have to take that. So yeah, Adebayor, Kane, Defoe. I was thinking Crouch. Crouch Defoe, but you had Crouch and Van der Vaart, and that would be perfect. I didn't have... Well, I had yeah, Van der Vaart, and that's, that's the connection. Cool. Um, anything else? Can we have one sub? Oh, yeah, go on. <laughs> well, did somebody say Gary Mabbott? Did anybody mention Gary Yeah, I, I did. Okay. Sorry. Right, okay. Uh, Darren Anderson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not... Uh, it's not your go, sorry. I oh, know, I was going to say Clinton and G. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did really well. I can't think of one. Um, Just... Off the top of my head. Well, I didn't gone. think Ledley King. Yeah, no, he yeah. went. Um, you've got Andy Sinton written down there. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you saw him score. That's, 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 we talk about in the biggest items. shirt ever. <laughs> yeah. So we, one thing we do on the show, we talk about collectors' items. So I remember seeing Brad Friedel take a throw in. We were that dominant. Where it was against Villa. He went across and took a throw in and then ran back to his goal. I mean, this is Brad Friedel running back to his goal. So imagine how much time he had. I saw Aaron Lennon win a header once as well, which was, and I saw Defoe pass as well. (laughs) I saw Kevin Scott score. (laughs) This is what we're talking about. Did anybody ever see Stefan Freund nearly score? (laughs) No, (laughs) no one ever. Did anyone see Soldado score? I mean, <laughs> we saw him at the post after him? after Mason <laughs> scored from thirty <laughs> yards. Um, your sub quickly. Um, I would go Aaron Lennon for. It's gone. Oh, it's, it's gone. gone. Um, yeah, Ng Ng. I'll yeah. go Sergeant Palacios. I love that boy. He was absolutely brilliant for us. Um, that is the end of the show. Uh, we've, it's an hour and it's, it's flown by. So. Dan, thank you very much. Thank Keith, you. thank you for the second thank time. You. And James, thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Um, you can follow us at underscore Echoes of Glory. You can email us at Echoes of Glory Pod. Um, I'm at Bright Lily White. You are at Dan underscore Hearn. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. No. Um, good. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, the future's bright. The future's Lily White. Come on, you Spurs. I'm with Michael from New York, who's just about to come for his first ever Tottenham game. Michael, tell me what you're feeling, and this is 20 minutes before kickoff. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Um, I feel good. There's uh, a lot of anticipation. I've only ever seen Tottenham on TV and once uh, an exhibition against New York Red Bulls, but that was sort of a, a B team. So um, I feel good. The weather's good. Um, I know you know Man City is a tough game, but uh, I think we can get a result today. So tell me, um, why are you a Tottenham fan, and how long have you been a Tottenham fan? Um, I got into Tottenham after 2006. I spent a semester in London, um, and have always liked uh, you know European football, but really got into it living here. Probably I was drawn to Tottenham because um, you know the football has always been attractive. Uh, it's always been pleasant to watch, but they've never been so good that they're too popular to enjoy. Um, you know, not really a bandwagon team. So I think that narrative has always, I've always enjoyed that about, about Spurs. And uh, what's your prediction for today's game? <sighs> I don't want to be unrealistic. I'd like to see a win. Um, I think that'll be difficult. Um, I'd be happy with a draw, 2-2. I think 2-2. Okay, that's cool. Well, we'll speak to you later, and uh, we'll see how things are going at halftime. Okay. It's half-time. Eric Dyer has just got us back into the game. Michael, tell me your thoughts of the first half. Uh, to, to start with, it was positive. We had a couple half chances. Uh, played some decent football. City grew into the game. Hit us with a sucker punch. Then we were a bit flat. And, and out of nowhere, Eric Dyer. What a goal. It's a, a great goal for me to see on my first game. Very exciting first half. Finally poised. Now, we've seen the half-time. The City players very angry with the assistant. Uh, appeared to be... a something shown on the screen that might have made it look like he was offside and my faith in the assistance is unshakable and I'm convinced that the, the shot we saw was not the moment the ball was played um, it was a so pass as you said 
Walker's, I think, is onside, but first time you walked up the steps and saw the pitch, tell me what you felt as you first came in. Uh, I mean, my, my heart hasn't stopped racing. It's been um, incredibly exciting, everything I expected and more. The atmosphere has been great. Um, it's a thousand times better to see it in person. The, the grass is so much greener, the crowd is so much louder, and, and the goal was, was just a fantastic way to cap off the first half. Excellent. Okay, we're at the final whistle now. Michael, talk us through your emotions and how that went. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm shocked. Could not have predicted 4-1. Un- unbelievable game. Unbelievable game. Um, the four, never could have predicted 4-1. Uh, thanks, mate. Um, still shocked. Shocked. Totally, totally buzzing right now. Who, uh, who's shown for you as players today? Oh, Dyer was immense. Was all over the pitch. Gave everything today. Uh... Kane broke his duck, thank God. It was good to see Lamella get a goal. Um, just a fantastic game. Couldn't have wished for a better scoreline. Great game. Very enjoyable. And uh, Michael's girlfriend, Roberta, has been with us all day. Your first chance. How was that for your first football match in England? Hello. Yeah, I'm shocked. Like, it was really great. I have to say, like, uh, I, I saw on TV, but uh, live is totally another thing. And today, 4-1, I will never expect that. I'm totally shocked. And I come from Italy, where the soccer is good, but today, really Tottenham gave us great emotions. Thank you, Spurs. Thank you. (laughs) That was really good. Thank you, Spurs. Aussie's knees have gone all trembly And a Tim requires assembly Danny Montlower Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Pyo Casey Keller, USA Woodgate is not fit to play Ramatini, Cudicini Freddie Canute Gary Mabbitt in Chilin Sergi Rebra for the win Run for me, Nick on me For three stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Aldrich here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen And Liachenko, number nine Nine from the halfway line Villas running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels Legend Steve Perryman, MBE Hugo Loris, clean sheet Ball at Stefan Dalmatti I'm playing at White Hart Lane, Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's one green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport said to Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsey saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley we lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's Cockney raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol Pumbling the same Clattenburg Doesn't give the goal Abizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head We don't care Martin Martin Yo Lily White's from White Hart Lane Reto Ziegler Sounded just like Ziegler Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy and to equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason Dozel lacked Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back And Asimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardlister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright 
But it makes me sad The sticker was so bad Bobby Keane In the box Edgar Davids Dreadlocks Palacios Stripey socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay Picking fights European glory nights Terry Dyson Go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White, legendary Lily White. How dare forget? Who dare is to do? Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey. Lily White from White Lane. Kazuyuki Soda, Bentley's free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your ass. Liam Walker's page to go. That's free kick out. Gomez made super saves, he can shake my wife. Edrington loved the cookies. Andy Reid loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, in got Janola undressed. Point won't give up the fight. Bullfrogs never quits, you can be sure of it Robinson's long shot AVB's deep squat David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup Andy Sinton's England call Michael Brown starts a brawl Peter Crouch, eight foot tall Jürgen Klinsmann's dive Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision Howard Webb's bad decision Raman Vega playing Sega Sandro's kung fu kick Eric Torsten looking spell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shivers bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We love to win style We've done it for a while It's better to rain playing high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White and White are made If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Henson 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, his football did the trick He showed the world what's best to do The League Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hot Lane Winning style, we've done it for a while It's better to aim playing high Then our football story will echo with glory